time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. cannot stand being sticky you walk into my house and you're like immediately wanting a baby wipe and i'm just like we it's, have it seen sounds like i had a horrible accident on the road but no it's like somebody making our drinks all right got a little bit of syrup on the drink and then that little bit of syrup got on my jacket which then got on my arm which is just like rapidly progressed to all over my vehicle you come home so you, you come over and you're just completely doused in like stickiness you, i hate i cannot stand being sticky like people touching me with sticky hands yeah. It's just, I cannot I do it. I don't like I, it. I this is I'm, you're gonna re- not you because you and I are on the same plane here. But I'm gonna get my man card revoked. I don't like my hands to be dirty. Oh, like, 100%. literally ever. I mean, my child's the same way. She'll eat something and she'll get like a small smidgen of something, and she's like, she'll hold her hand out. She's yeah. like, I need a napkin. I I've never liked my hands being dirty. I, I'm I'm, I'm like, with you. Here's the thing. Like if I'm outside doing something and I'm like digging in the dirt, I'm like whatever. Yeah. That's different. But like just. Like my nails are like underneath my nails. You do have clean nails all the time. I, I always I, have a phobia about my nails, my, my yeah. fingernails being too long or having dirt underneath my fingernails. Speaking of, you see my ball. yeah. What did you do okay. to your French press? So, so my fingers mangled the hell. I don't, don't want to see please. it. <laughs> I'm not going to show I, you. I don't want to see. It. <laughs> I sent Jacob pictures of my bloody thumb. It's disgusting every time. <laughs> I don't like blood. We figured out. If this is going to be a high energy podcast, because I've had three cups of coffee and then you brought me, <laughs> I brought us a, a, a medium and a large <laughs> coffee. Bucket, like, We're good to go. Okay? I'm bouncing off the walls. I have figured out that I am literally the strongest man alive because <sighs> I mean, okay, <laughs> but I wanted to take a picture of the the actual cauldron or whatever this mm-hmm. cylinder, but Christina had thrown it away. The French press, <laughs> probably rightfully so, because it's shattered. Because it's shattered, but like. Okay, so you know how it looks on the bottom. Mm-hmm. The the can you you slide the glass out yep. to clean it. So what I had done is I was cleaning it and I was trying to push the glass out from the metal thing, the holder. Okay, and my thumb goes like on the bottom, like you see right here, like that's the, where, like the flat the, surface at the bottom of the center. Of it. I'm pushing it out of the holder and my thumb goes through it you just push on the weakest point of that glass is what you did (laughs) and so then like it i was concerned that i had glass in my thumb yeah and then you'll be like iron man we just got shards of glass so what i did like it like i push it and it makes this pop noise and i'm like oh dear (laughs) (laughs) well that's not good (laughs) it's like well (laughs) and christina's over there cooking or something and she's like, what happened? And I like show her my thumb. She goes, oh, okay. Um, I don't know what to do. Because like she was making dinner, and I was like, yeah. I'll take care of it. It'd be funny. She was like, I've got a lot going on here already. Uh, <laughs> I've got a lot on my plate right uh, now. I cannot. Yeesh, that looks like a you problem. <laughs> and I'm going to go over here and finish these tacos. Uh, uh, it was a taco I mean, bake. It was a taco mm, bake. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And so like, I, so I rinse it out. And you know, then obviously the blood starts. And this is like all over my finger. And I'm like looking for peroxide and I'm looking, you know, band-aid and all this stuff. So I ended up 
whatever. And it, like the problem is it was not stopping bleeding because there, I have two. I have one like right here that's like right on, on the, the crease. On the base of your thumb. Okay. On the, on the, crease, the crease of where, your thumb, Nick, yeah. uh, where your knuckle is. And then the other one is also much deeper and had I had meat hanging off of it. Ugh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> we don't need to know. All right. I'm just for that for the fans. We don't need to know for the audience. They don't and so know. I had to take fingernail clippers and clip the meat off of my fingers. <sighs> well, anyways, <laughs> so you pushed on the weakest point of the glass, but like, and you shoved your thumb how? through it. But how? But like, the it didn't shatter. I literally punctured a hole in glass with my thumb. It was a perfect circle. That's what I wanted. You have that, bank robbers calling you for busting. That's why like I wanted a, to send you a, a picture heist. because the bottom was still there. It was just a perfect circle. You just put duct tape over it and just keep drinking out of it. You're just like, I'm not duck getting rid of it. We're saving so it. So I've had to use the actual like coffee pot this week. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. I always feel like coffee pots are one of the weakest forms of glass in the first place. Because every time I'm like washing my coffee pot and we put it we installed a new sink yeah. in, in my semi mansion and <laughs> it's like it's it's like graphite, I think is what the technical term for it is, but it's a hard sink. And so I'm always okay. afraid that I'm gonna be like washing out my coffee pot and just smack it just the right way and it's just shattered the coffee pot i've already broken three glasses in that cup in, in that sink already yeah i mean it's i mean we had it for like a year or two now, oh, so. okay so you we installed a new sink three years ago <laughs> <laughs> i still consider it new all right but it was like uh like it's fine like it's I, i'm thinking have you heard of the pour over coffee yeah i think that's the next step in yeah. our coffee adventure because i think i might i've heard that it's delicious I'm not doing plus those aren't those aren't too expensive. I think you can get one for like a, core, a pour over coffee pot for like fifteen bucks or something. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing anything right now. I'm just gonna regular Joe schmo it until then because I'm gonna be gone. But do you have to have a pour over coffee? Is the thing I don't I think you can just do any it's coffee. Regular coffee grounds. Yeah, we were using regular coffee yeah. on French presses. Isn't so. it weird how I was thinking about this, but then this doesn't this analogy doesn't really translate because we always record ahead of time. Yeah, but like when this episode comes out, I will be in another country. How bizarre is that? Wait, you leave like this week? Yes. Damn, I'm gonna miss you. Yeah, I'll be gone for an entire. Shout out to week. future Alex. I hope you had a great trip. So, <laughs> hopefully, I can get back. <laughs> it's like day 35, or of Alex not being back, and I'm still recording this podcast <laughs> on my own. I miss him. I don't know. I'm running out of material. We should. Uh, we will have episodes. We will not miss a step. You hmm. won't even know I'm gone, unless of course you get stuck in the other country. Yes. And then we'll record via Zoom or something. We'll figure out something. I don't, I'm not taking any microphones with me. We'll buy one there. <laughs> I don't say we will. Like, you'll buy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to buy one. That's how it's going to work. Yeah. But hopefully, yeah. we've got another episode coming on after this. And then the following episode after that, I know this is like way weird. Uh, Super meta. Is going to be a year in the making episode. Yeah. It'll be me and you. Mm-hmm. And our good lady wives. Our good lady wives, not our man wives. Yes. Our lady wives. Well, we're the man wives. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah, that's fair. I am a wife. Like, because you have, like, work husband and work wife and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. So, like... I think the chair's slowly going down, but... Do what? I think the chair's just slowly (laughs) shrinking. I'm going to be, like, super short by the end of this episode. Let's go! That's why you weren't supposed to mess with it. They were fine. They were fine. They were fine. But I wanted to be a little bit taller, so... You just... You wanted to lord over me? Yeah, I'm going to be like, look down on the 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 You're welcome. You're so welcome. Um... I have, I want to, because it's very high energy right now, right? Yeah, we're super high energy. Right I now. want to, I've got to bring it up first. Okay. I have an update. It's. I didn't tell you about it. I just told you that I have an update to your favorite yeah, story. Yeah, I still don't know what this is. Because <laughs> I forgot already no, what my favorite story was. When I say favorite. Okay. I mean, you. it's, it's not, the opposite it's of my favorite. The exa- that was sarcasm. Oh, okay. Let me take a swig of this delicious iced coffee. It, it didn't make any noise That's fine. Whatsoever. I don't care. Um... 
bodybuilder. Oh, I thought it was going to be this fucking... <laughs> I was literally just sitting here, and I was about to say, I bet it's that bodybuilder, and he's uh, he's got some shit to say. Like, he like he heard our episode, oh and he's got just... some shit he wants to talk to us about. Please, come on, man. Listen to our podcast and let me know how you feel about it, okay? Bodybuilder who married sex doll. Now he's probably getting hate, cr- hate mail. Cheats with an object while she's being repaired. You're... <laughs> The, you're the worst, man. Okay. Uh, bodybuilder Yuri Tokolokchi from Kazakhstan married the sex doll Margot at a ceremony last year. Mm-hmm. He said he had, he said she had broken just days before Christmas. Is that not the equivalent to murder, though? If you've married the sex doll and you break it, is that she's in the hospital? Oh, okay. I think we maybe look into to domestic charges. I don't know. You know what? How did it break? Is the question. Some investigation um, needs to be done. So she had broken just before Christmas and was being repaired. But in the meantime, he recently posted a video on his Instagram, which is why all, are you posting <laughs> it on your Instagram? This this is all going towards exactly what you said and why you're not. A and fan now of we're it. finding out that he is exactly what I said. Okay, <laughs> wait, this article is written. Um, in the meantime, he recently posted a video on Instagram of himself touching a silver object with small ridges while wearing nothing but his underwear. I don't like this guy at all. And not, I mean, that's fine. You do Yuri, what you want to on your own time. Listen to this shit. Yuri, who has 99,000 followers, writes, looks like I've got that new passion. It's One, a toaster. It's just a toaster. <laughs> it's like, it says riches, but I just... Look at this guy. It's like a toaster. I mean... Can, you, you could take him in a fight. No, I couldn't. I, <laughs> I don't fight people. Okay. Uh, one follower replied, "Hey, are you cheating on your wife?" Like I just fuck. This is one big game. It's a huge fucking gag. This, is this what is, it is. Okay. Be a gag, right? Um, Yuri said that maybe adding, "I can't stand while she's in the hospital." Yeah, you can. You literally can. Because <laughs> I mean, the social media user said, "You got to spread your seed." This is a huge gag. I don't like this guy at all. And we can never talk about him after this article. Another Instagram follower added, somehow I don't think your wife would have much to say about it all anyways. Oh my God. Just the puns. <laughs> um, hey, he, Yuri, how's that toaster doing? Huh? Is that your new passion? Like Dozens of love? guests attended his wedding with the sex doll this summer, which has been, um, yeah, which was delayed due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. He said that he first met the sex doll at a nightclub and popped the question in December oh my God. 2019. <laughs> this guy is just... We could skip. Next next article. No, let me tell you. How, tell me how you this really feel about this. piece of shit. This guy is just a piece of shit. <laughs> Literally, everything This was a fan request. Going, Someone sent me this and said, please bring this up to Jake. Everything is going exactly how this guy wants it uh-huh. in life. And like I, I, you know what? Yuri's probably a fine guy. I apologize for, for saying he's a piece of shit. But... In the meantime, he's literally just doing this for attention. The whole thing is a gag. If you really think that he thinks he's in love with this sex doll, then you're part of the problem, I think, because you're just promoting. You're he's just getting attention. You're you're just giving him attention, and us talking about it's giving attention. It's the whole cycle of it's no. A, there's no bad PR anymore. Yeah, and it's, it's a good bit though. I mean, it, this is a I amazing long term. What is the play. word I'm looking for? What is the the I admire not admire, but I appreciate the the, the gag. The gag. And mm-hmm. I appreciate the the character sticking to character. That's great. Good job. Great? That's great. Is that okay, crazy? It's crazy and great. And you know what? Good on him, but also Ugh. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> Just for I'm still picturing him making love to his toaster. So 
And or, I don't know, are maybe not kink- a toaster because it's like... Are you kink shaming? It's not even a kink. Don't even come at me with that because I wouldn't care at all if he's just into sex sex toys or whatever. That's fine. But no, he's <laughs> legitimately just doing this for attention. I feel like if you fucked a toaster, it would hurt. Bro, I'm not fucking a toaster. That's one of the kitchen appliances that I would not make love to. That You're more into food. The coffee pot not doing it. The toaster. The uh, blender. Ugh. Keep your penis out of all of those. The oven. You're not into appliances. You're into food. I'm into food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, as parents, yes. I have a moral okay. uh, conundrum for you. Okay. Okay. In Oregon, here is the headline. Thief returns stolen car after he hears a four-year-old screaming in the vehicle. So, who's at fault? Is it the thief, or is it the mother who left her four-year-old in the car? Now, when you say left her four-year-old in the car, was it? Is there any situation in which you leave your car, toddler in the car and it's okay? No. Okay. Well, As a that, parent, no. As a parent, that's fine. I understand that completely. Um, I don't even like leaving your dog in the car without the okay, car being well, on. What age, I guess, would be acceptable to leave a kid in the car? Like eight? But it depends on... That's, I feel that's like a any... a question. Because my, my four-year-old can roll down the windows yes. if he wants to. But then... No, yeah, I think you're right. I'm never <laughs> leaving my four-year-old in the car because then I just think about... Because you have to leave the car running, right? Because what if... He rolls the window down. Somebody reaches, he grabs in, him, or unlocks the door. Yeah, and then, or maybe the, he's the reason the carjacker got into the car in the first place. He's like, yeah, sure, hop in, bud. Hey, bud. I'm, hey, bud. Going out for a drive, eh? <laughs> we're uh, we're so you know we've been locked in quarantine. I need to. See, I need a friend. <laughs> yeah, you want to just go for a drive? I'm tired of hanging out with my mom. I think it's a robber. I would have done that. Just drove him around the block. Just like, hey, man, how's your day going? So, what are you into? You like like drawing? You like coloring? Um. Okay. So, who's at fault here? So they're both pieces of shit we'll go ahead and put that down on the floor stealing is bad stealing is bad unless you're illegally downloading movies or <laughs> it's a gray area there's definitely a gray area when we're talking about stealing but stealing physical things is bad stealing very... digital things is okay <laughs> stealing from billion dollar corporations it's a moral gray area okay do it at your own risk of course we would never uh, promote that kind of behavior hey, but you do you, you do buddy. you stealing objects that people have worked hard for and put money into it's. I don't like it. It's yeah. not good. I, um, I don't like a thief. I definitely think that he is. If he's he is still at fault for robbing the vehicle. Good mm-hmm. on him for returning the car. He's still a piece of shit though because he's a, he's an active robber. The woman here is definitely at fault too because hey, don't leave your kid in the car. But I don't know. I see it as the article kind of shames the mother as well as the like the the robber. And it's like both should be shamed. Both should be shamed. But I don't think the robber has any right to say hey. You dumb bitch, you left a kid in the car. Does he get points for returning the car? He's still going to jail. They haven't caught him. He's not going to jail yet. But So, <laughs> they haven't ever catch him. Oregon police are searching for a man who stole a car Saturday morning without knowing the child was in the back seat and came back to lecture the victim of the car theft for leaving her child unattended. When the suspect saw the child, he returned the mother, returned to the mother. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please cut that one at least? No. Jeez. Hell yeah, that was good. So, okay. Hold on. Okay. When the suspect saw the child, he returned the mo- returned to the mother and reprimanded her, threatened to call the police on her. Okay, come on. First of all, you're going a little bit overboard. You, you're letting and your... then drove away in her car. So he st- he didn't. Re- okay, so the dude he returned a- the four year old, stole the car. 
Good on him for returning the four-year-old. <laughs> he did not want to go to you jail for what? child abduction, but he this was all about that car. one of those times this is where I will say that the robber, the car thief, I guess is what we should call him, yeah. is an okay person. Is he? He is still a criminal and a bad person for yes. being a thief. Maybe change your ways. Maybe see this as an opportunity as your last car thief. Car it's theft. good to know that he has a moral... Code, yeah, moral compass. Yeah, a, it, it, I definitely, you know, he's like, I'll rob a car, but I am not a he's child. Like thief. A, he's he's like an anti kidnapper. Is what they call child thieves. But. Child <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called a child kidnapper. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. It's such a it's such a hard article because it's like who you don't want to you obviously don't want to victim blame because this one lady did have her car stolen, but at the same time, this lady left her car kid so, in the car unattended. I assume it's cold in Oregon at this time of year. The little boy was unharmed, says the police. Uh, the crime took place at a meat market in Beaverton, where I'm going to leave her name out, left the engine on the car running and the doors unlocked. Okay, there's my first problem. Before going inside for a few minutes to purchase meat, uh, meat and a gallon of milk. Now, terrified uh, that this kid is going to get a hold of the car. First of all, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. You've got to run in. You and I are both parents. It is, it is part of the of having a child. Mm-hmm. This is not a complaint. This is a fact. It's a pain in the ass to get your kid in and out of the car seat when you're literally like going in to grab a gallon. You're of milk. going in to grab a steak and you're getting out of there. Like I, 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 I feel this. I see. I, I sympathize with that. I'm not sympathizing, but like I get it. But yeah. I personally, because I have the responsibility of being a parent, I. You can't take shortcuts. I don't. I like. You come on, take... let's go. My daughter loves going inside places, and she's typically always great when we go. I think it's one of the situations where you got to be an asshole. You got to say, you know, you got to say, hey, we're in here for one thing. Mm-hmm. You got to get the thing. They might see a hundred things, but you say no, can't do now, it. Let's go. Let's get the let's get the. Meat I don't get know out. her backstory. I don't know if she's a single mother. Yeah, it's a lot harder for her to 100%. be like, hey, I'm just gonna leave the kid at home. Um, eight times out of ten, I will either voluntarily take Zoe with me, or Christina's with me, and she can stay in the car. So yeah. it, I personally have never, I can't say never, that I can recall have come across a situation in which I needed. But I also, I'm not, a, I'm, I talked about dogs. I don't like it when people leave their dogs in the car, especially yeah. when the car's not running in the summertime. That's okay. what, that's what, yeah, that I think extreme but summer, extreme winter. I yeah. don't trust people. Okay. Like, let's get that first and foremost. I mean, you shouldn't trust anybody. Yeah. So the idea, and I understand that like you and I, we we have grown up in a different time. Like, have I mean, you did you, you your house that you had that got robbed was it unlocked? Probably. So that <laughs> we lived in the middle of nowhere. That's also that's yeah. your parents' fault. Now I here's here's uh, here's uh, here's where you and I are going to get into a debate. Okay. Because. Your parents and probably you, you're like, it's my stuff. Exactly. It's my house. Yeah. I should not have to lock stuff up. 100%. Correct. You're right. But you should also take the extra step to ensure that it is a lot harder to just walk into your house and steal your shit. No matter where you live. You know, uh, go, go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm just saying, you 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 can't even get out of my house on your own. Imagine yeah, how hard it is to I get run into the glass door every single because day. Because it's a fort fucking knocks here. We have locks on deadbolts on locks. Yeah. Because I don't want anyone coming in here in my house that it's not supposed to be here. I also have an alarm system. <laughs> I have all these precautions. I've got turrets You've got on the top moat. of it. It's, you got alligators in that moat. I've got it. I do, bro. 
Sidetrack? I would, I would low key build a moat. Sidetrack? I have always thought it would be badass to have a moat around your house. So badass. And to have like a big giant gothic gate in the front of your house. I mean, I'm I'm almost there, right? Because of yeah. this giant house. Like, I need some for, form of like gate. Because I've got the fortification, I've got the turrets and the security cameras outside. You've got the walls that come down. And I've got on top that of the thing, house. like if you if you're if you're outside at night, it goes. Wee, wee, wee. You know, I've got I've got all that. But like, I need something to prevent people from getting that close. It's to like the house. Sly Cooper up in here. You got spotlights, turrets. Good reference. I mean, you know, I do what I can. I'm surprised you even know who Sly no, Cooper. No, bro, is. I love Sly Cooper. It's yeah, great. it's a great series. Yeah, um, my thing is yes, like you said, I do not think that I should have to lock my stuff up. Now that being said, like, is it is it better to lock your stuff? Is up? Is it irresponsible of you not to? No, it's not. Yes, it is because that is my shit. <laughs> I should not be the victim. I should not. I should not be the one at the butt of the jokes because somebody broke into my house, stole my shit, and your your excuse for not doing anything about it, or your excuse for you know saying it was the it was my fault. I guess because I didn't lock my okay. doors. It's like no, there's still a criminal going around because that criminal is going to break into that house whether or not you have it locked. Or you don't have it locked. That is not entirely true. It is true. Like because your house. Like, I would, like, if you wanted to get into your house, you would literally just need a tank, um, <laughs> some bore, like some holes, hole drilling technology, maybe a bore machine. <laughs> a bore machine. A bore machine from the boring company. Could you imagine Tesla if a bore machine was like literally just a bore that ate through shit? <laughs> I just picture that bore from a, another good reference, that Turok game where you shoot the, yeah. the one, the cerebrum. What, so what did cerebrum? you do with the video Bro, game references today? I don't know. I, I, is it my, the coffee? The coffee, man. <laughs> Yours but is no, gone, I just, by I the way. Think I've still that, got like half mine left. Like, um, uh, like I was just thinking about whenever we first moved into our house, our car, our, our cars weren't, they were broken into, but they didn't steal anything because we don't keep, we don't keep important shit in our cars. Um, but my thing is like a lot of people, cause I'm pretty sure we had our cars unlocked that time or whatever as well. But a lot of people, you're like, Hey, yeah, our cars got broken into. Well, did you lock your doors? It's like, I shouldn't have to lock my doors in my house, in my car. It's like, I'm in my driveway. There's not, but the cops come to you like, oh, well, why didn't you lock your doors? It's like, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry that I didn't, I'm, I'm so sorry this one time I forgot to lock I'm my so doors. I'm so sorry that my shit got Please broken Please don't into. go and find the person breaking into people's cars because I left my car unlocked. It's, it's just so stupid. It's, a, it's an asinine thing to say. It's just like, yeah, okay. It is, it's Maybe one, stop shaming people for leaving their stuff unlocked and maybe go after the criminals who are breaking into cars. I know? don't disagree with the statement, but it's also like you not, you have to do things to help yourself. That's fine. I get that. But the thing that if you're victim now blaming listen, people for not locking their doors is I would just giving never, those criminals like a, an excuse, a, a way out. I would never go anywhere where my car is out in the open and not lock my car ever. If it was sitting out in my driveway, it's going to be lock locked. My car every now and then. If it's in my garage, I'm not locking it. But Sometimes I still lock it in my garage out of habit. I just Does they lock. break in your house and they break in your car. But I'm listen, say, so you're talking about like your car. So like Christina w- took Zoe to daycare, you know, a couple years yeah. ago. Her car was locked exactly, and they still broke into it. Yeah, they shattered the window. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Okay. So, but like, what's fucking wild, bro? You should, you should just be like, should have had still plated windows. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's just like, no, I don't, I'm not gonna be that person. Okay. What What's crazy is that people will come to daycare, and they get out, and they leave their car running and unlocked. And it's just like... Is that a bad thing to do? <laughs> yes, dude. Do you do the same thing? Yeah, because I'm not going to turn my fucking car off. Oh, lock God the doors, And then I, like, whenever I go, to, I got to get back. I got to unlock the car. Off, I gotta hold maybe it's, different. Hand, maybe it's, it's like, different upbringing. Like, I just grew up... Well, it's also broad daylight whenever I'm getting there to dr- like, to drop him off or pick him you up think or whatever. Criminals don't give a shit. But anyways... And it's like another thing. It's like you're going to a daycare... Okay. Yeah. If I'll, one of the other parents steals your shit, it's like you're gonna know that they stole your it shit. It wasn't a parent. It was it was a whole like 
scheme that this anyways um but like i don't know i i i would love to know how people who listen to this how they approach locking doors and stuff like do you lock your doors do you always lock your doors do you always leave them unlocked i mean i obviously don't really want to say that on like the internet and stuff but yeah. it's like my address is here and i never <laughs> lock my doors actually i just i no, and that's the thing it's like i totally understand like why like like every night before i go to sleep i always lock my doors i have to double check if i think that they're unlocked maybe I i'm paranoid go, well that's what, i mean i because the, i get on my plate on yeah. my playstation 5 you know you have your users i have a I have a four-digit code to log in on the PlayStation Five. Yeah, I noticed that. And I was like, I don't. I'm, that's too much for me. It's too many steps. I've, all, I've always been like that. What if they still? What if they still have PlayStation Five? They can get what it. What if easy. they fuck up my game save, bro? <laughs> they just like. What if they restore the whole thing? I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. What if they steal my shit and they fuck up my progress? I don't know. Th- that I'll tell you why that happened. The reason that started is because when I had my 360, I lived in the dorm room. Yeah. I was one of the few people that had a 360, and people would come Always hang out. And, and so, like, I did not want my shit fucked up with. Like, you can play whatever. That, that's fine. But I don't want you screwing my shit up. Yeah. 100%. I get so what you put, that. And I have always just retained that. And so, like, the guest profiles that I have, they're whatever. Free but, like, game. Yeah. For mine, I, I have I have a lock on. And I have, like, two, I have two-step authentication. On authentication that's okay. that's on like yeah. almost everything i don't know maybe i'm now, just paranoid i will say i do you know the the one time that our cars broke into yes i do i left it unlocked but i do lock my car regularly lock my doors regularly but i do believe that that one time that i, I forget to lock my car and that it gets broken into i shouldn't be like i should it shouldn't be like oh hey you should have locked your doors like you yeah should've... obviously i should have locked my doors but we should not use that as an excuse to I... say Oh, the criminals! The criminals in the you know not not quote unquote in the right, but the criminals not at fault here because you <laughs> well, left that's your what doors you get unlocked. for not locking your fucking doors, bro. Exactly, and it's like that. It's that sentiment that pisses me off. Where it's like you're. It's I want to. I want to choke them. I get that. Okay, I get it. it's my. It's partially my fault for leaving them unlocked, but we should not use that as an excuse to say, hey. That don't go look for that guy because you know his guy this dumbass left his car unlocked because he forgot. <laughs> they all point and, and laugh at you. And yeah, <laughs> and it's like while well, the guy's walking away with my shit, it's like, oh okay, no, no, sure, we should allow that to happen. Yes, but why are why do cars have locks on them? You know, that's fine. That's a fine statement <laughs> to, to put to lock your yeah. car, bro. So a but, different different era. We grew up in a different. That's time. what I'm saying. Like okay. your your parents, my parents, they just like we grew up in the I used, of nowhere. Where I used somebody to hear your house all the time. Like, oh, this world's gone to shit. I came and leave my goddamn car unlocked outside. <laughs> and like my dad's car got broken into. He didn't lock it. And but it's it, just, he's muttering that statement the whole time. That he's was like a whole. That was a whole other thing because it wasn't a full on like we're just gonna rob your car. It was a whole plot it was vandalism it was it was jesus christ it sounds a little bit like your dad was part of some organization and they wanted to to, take him down about this i forgot the guy that i got my the bully that i got in a fight with he fucked up everything he stole everything did all sorts of shit and it's just like your bitch uh, i'm talking about the guy oh yeah for sure and so like i just i've always grown up with the which is so weird because you would think that or maybe it was him always complaining about having to always lock it that i just like somehow became innately paranoid about okay shit. okay so okay, really quick sidebar right yeah. okay that's what we do here imagine so there's situations in life where people mm-hmm. are like this okay so it's like imagine your whole life growing up you beat the shit out of the kid okay mm-hmm. and that's where you think it ends you think okay he vandalizes your dad's stuff and that's where you and your dad are like okay this is the end of it and you never hear from the guy again but what if secretly in the shadows your entire life he has been behind every little inconvenience in your life and you don't know about it until it comes to a crescendo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the term there? That's good. Crescendo. Mm-hmm. 
And you're just like, why the fuck is all this shit happening to me? Like, I, I lost everything, lost the house and everything like that. <laughs> and he just steps out of the shadows and he's like, have you enjoyed your life, Alex? I would murder him right there. Oh my gosh! I mean, but the thing is, like, that's that's the that's the back part of my brain that like comes up with these ridiculous <laughs> scenarios. Like, there's just been somebody like just anytime any kind of inconvenience happens to me, it's like, what if it's all part of their plan, huh? What if they're what if I'm giving into their plan right now, and it's like they're just trying to destroy me, like build my life up and then just take it all down, huh? Is that what they want? That is true paranoia. Woo, baby! This I, coffee though. <laughs> my, I don't I don't live that way. But I just. But the scary thing is that that happens where people just become attached to you for whatever reason. Like, uh, and again, I, it, some of this is based off of like NCIS and stuff like that, <laughs> or Criminal Minds, where it's like, but it's based off of like SVU grains, or little grains like of truth, predators. where where there is predators out there who all it takes is like right. that one look, they, like you flip the switch, and they're like, what you're the if, person I'm gonna mess with for the rest of your life. What if the predator was real, and like on Earth, and like it was just part of the thing, and like. He just gave up killing, and he's still living in the shadows today. <laughs> he's like, he's just constantly doing grocery shopping, but it's like, he just goes to the store. I you would, hear, you hear the, that sound or whatever, like, oh, dude, I love that sound so much. It's, it's iconic. It's dude, so it's good. It's so, so well done. It's so good. And the, the the thermal imaging they have in that movie as well. It's just like it's it's really well done. I wish. So I would love to see like like a sitcom where it's Predator who is no, he's a retired Predator. And he's just living amongst us in like just would he, his life. would he live in New York City or do you think he's gonna live somewhere in like like Wyoming? Oh um, man, I imagine you do two seasons. The first season, he's he's moved to the big city, and yeah. like everybody just always thinks that he's a cosplayer because he wears his armor. Right, he can't go out. He can't go out and like without the armor on. Everybody just thinks he's a constant like a cosplayer. He's like, oh, neat suit, and like every day he's just like, oh god, I gotta do something about this. And so he moves to the country. Exactly, it's such an it's so good. So good. Imagine you're walking through the forest uh, alone <laughs> and you hear that. I'm, I'm done. I'm I'm digging a hole for myself. I'm you, just gonna you're go gonna ahead. just hark here. You just you might as well. Because <laughs> would you rather suffer like him kill you and like rip your spine out of the back of your head? I don't know if I'm you're pretty, dead. I'm, I'm that, pretty. But. I'm pretty stubborn. So I'd be, and I could see too, you like you'd be puffy chested, and then you'd be like, "I'll oh, fuck." He's uh, real. You be <laughs> like, like, yeah. I'm gonna him on. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> this reminds me. We were sitting on the couch last night, and it was the most hilarious thing ever. You've been in here, and you hear noises, right? <laughs> so we had put Zoe down for we put Zoe down for yeah. bed, and Christina's like something in her toy box is going off, and I was like, okay, and she's like, it freaked me out, and I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like the toy, yeah. like, start, you know, like something. Anytime a toy randomly goes off, <laughs> like I get it in my head. It's like I know, like okay, well, a toy fell over on top of that toy, and pushed the button, but it's like also in my head, it's like. Probably a ghost in that toy yeah. box playing so, with the toy right now. We're sitting there. I'm getting ready to stream. And we just hear this like, and then Christina does this move. She goes, <laughs> she just, she just, you just see her like, you look over and she's like, I'm asleep. No, she was on her phone and she looks at me and slinks down further into the couch as if like, if you die, you die. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I was like, cause that helps. So that that so, helps. And she's yeah. like, well, you know, <laughs> she's like, I'm not going to deal with it. Um, but back to my predator, man. Oh, oh man. my gosh. <sighs> yeah. So like he's chilling in New York city and like, again, perfect. Everyone thinks he's like cosplaying. And so like, <laughs> he's just like, going, of this he can't speak English. So like, no, how does he communicate? How does he get currency? How is, like, what's his language? What would, he, what would be his, his job? He's a trash man, right? No, he's definitely working at five nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> He's a security guard. No. He'd just kill them all. 
<laughs> he's left his violent past behind They're not him. trapped in here with... Yeah. He's not trapped in here with them. They're, they're trapped, trapped in here with us. And it's, it's just that sound. And yeah. it's like the character's like looking for him and they just... You just hear the sound in the background. That would be a great crossover. Hell yeah. Sign us up. Yeah. Um, I, he, I feel like he's either going to be running a deli in a bodega and then... Ooh, hot dog stand. You think hot dog stand? I feel like... He, or he's going to be a trash man. He's good at like... Oper- like he's just like... Picking up the, he's the guy that rides on the back of the on the dump truck and oh like, that'd be good too. And he's yeah. just throwing it in there and everyone's just people like, making fun of him because oh you're cosplaying and doing trash yeah. and the whole time he's just hammered every single day. It's like <laughs> getting he's tired of this he's nine to five. He's definitely gonna drink himself. Yeah, he's gonna drink and then he's gonna have a moment where he's like I'm out of here. Season two, he like season into season one, he's turning the lights off to his apartment and walking out the door. Yeah, season two. It's like a, a trailer, a teaser, and he's in a truck, just like an old Ford truck. Yeah. And he's driving. He's in a, a pickup truck because he's applied for a job in Wyoming to be a park ranger. Bro, 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 bro! That's a show right there. <laughs> Let's go! And he, oh, he would be such a good park ranger. He comes like friends with the animals. Yeah, you got poachers who are out there trying to do it, and it's and he, it's th- literally the predator all over again. And then he like, but for good. But he, like, he's left his past behind, right? And then. He starts seeing all these poachers who like are killing animals without license. Oh my gosh! So then he kills them. He's Android. He, he is literally Android seventeen from the D- Dragon Ball Super release from Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And then he That's just like he slowly starts becoming the predator again. <laughs> and oh then, my gosh! And this then is he, so good. But at the end of season two, it's like the government starts paying attention. He's in Wyoming. No one pays yeah. attention to Wyoming, right? So then they're just like, they see all these slew of murders in the in the, in the wilderness. But it's all bad guys. It's all bad guys. So, yeah, but yeah, but they, obviously, I mean, it's murders. They, they see yeah. them, they're like hung up, they're strung up, their skin's been flailed, There's just they're just skeleton bodies just chilling in the trees. So then they're just like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Like, this is... Yeah. What's going on here, guys? Like, is there a serial killer out here? But no one suspects it's the predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had this guy who always cosplays, and I don't know if this is how they talk in Wyoming, but I assume. Um, and he's always cosplaying, but he's our park ranger. He's a pretty nice guy, though. He doesn't speak much, but <laughs> he's uh, he just can't speak English, you know? He's, he is great at taking care of the animals, though. They love Some him. people think that, like, it's a permanent... You know how, like, some people want to be cat people, and they get all this facial yeah. reconstruction, so they're... <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out. Always sunny. Nice. I love it. We have a, We need to get back to our roots and yeah, get some more sunny to, references. Oh, we used to have one every, every episode. single episode. But, um, so like, well, there's actual like real life people that do that though. Like they get yeah, that's the, it, and like and like Luke. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not king shaman. That's you. You do you, baby. You do. It's, is that, it, if that's all you're doing in life, it's is weird. What you want to yourself? What if those fine. people? What if those people are secretly just lizard people and they're trying to get back to their natural form? <laughs> or what if they're just they're uh? What is the word I'm looking for? Where you just leave what like the the coven you're a part of? Where it's like uh, it's it's. Oh shit! What is the fucking word? It's like uh, deserting. They're deserting yeah. their like clan of lizard people, and they want to be other animals. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I, I always wanted to be a cat in my other life. <laughs> or, the life I had or they, they 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 be, they befriend a cat because they speak cat right, and oh it's it's like the cat in Captain Marvel that's actually just uh, what is it, Furkins? Yeah, that's right. The alien, yeah, like, and yeah, it's, and it's secretly just like, oh yeah, fuck, I fuck with that. Like that, that's that's a badass creature, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's me. And then like they no longer want to be a lizard, <laughs> and then so they, they want, want to be a cat. They just want to let them be a cat, you know? Oh my god, boy, what a sidebar! So good. <sighs> we have kids. We've we've established that yes, we many have. times. And I came across this article the other day, and I could not wait to talk to you about it. Okay, we watch kids shows because we have kids, right? And Loki you know, love kids shows. And there's there's um some weird ones out there, right? Mm-hmm. We we we've mm-hmm. discussed it too when we 
talked about like Nickelodeon shows, like Ren and Simpy was weird. Like Rocko's Modern Life is kind of dark. Like there's some off the wall, like Invader Zim. Like, yeah, like, about, like they're just yeah. off the wall, gross, you know, funny. Let's say you sit down and you and your kid and your good lady wife, you're just sitting there and you're watching this, you flipping channels and you're like, what is this? This looks interesting. It's kind of like claymation. Okay. Yeah, let's that's see what crazy. Okay. And you're watching it and it's about this guy and he's just like chilling. Then you're like, what is what is that? Maybe is that a tail? Is that a tail? Is he got a tail on his front side? That's and weird. it's like it's magic, right? Yeah. And then it turns out that he has a magic dick rope. Yeah, like a legitimately like hilariously long dick. Yes, it's yeah. a it's a full on dick rope. Um, so Denmark, this is a real thing in Denmark. There is a TV show. Has it come out yet, or is it coming uh, out? I I, can't, I didn't get from that from the article. So <laughs> John Dillerman has an extraordinary penis this is so extraordinary in fact this is on the extra am i right yeah so extraordinary in fact that it can perform rescue operations etch murals hoist a flag so can mine and even (laughs) steal ice cream from children okay the danish (laughs) you imagine you're eating an ice cream cone and it's like you know it's a great day and then all of a sudden you feel a little slithering going up your arm, right? Because he doesn't go, it just doesn't grab that out of your hands. No, he slithers, he just wrap, coils it around your arm, grabs the ice cream cone, and it just walks past you. And just you're just like, oh, uh, shit. He didn't have a pet snake on him. <laughs> the Danish equivalent to the BBC has a new animated series aimed at four to eight-year-olds about John Dillerman. The man with the world's longest penis who overcomes hardship and challenges <laughs> with his record-breaking genitals. I just I, one this kid is like, not... Oh, John Dealer, man, with his long penis, has a, <laughs> such a hard life. He's got so many obstacles to come overcome with his large penis. Unsurprisingly, the series has provoked debate about what good children television should and should not contain. Since premiering on Saturday, okay, so it has it has released. Opponents have condemned the idea of a man who cannot control his penis. Is this really the message that we want to send children while we are in the middle of a huge Me Too wave? Um, the show comes just months after the TV presenter kickstarted Denmark's Me Too movement. Christian Groves, an associate professor and gender researcher at Roskilde University said he believed the program celebration of power of the power of the male genitalia could only set equality back. It's per mm. it's per <laughs> I can't even say this word. Perpetuating the state the sta- the standard idea of patriarch patriarchal society. God, I can't talk today. And normalizing locker room culture. That's been used to excuse a lot of bad behavior from men. It's meant to be funny, so it's seen as harmless but it's not, and we're teaching this to our kids. Okay, so I totally get it. That that argument is a very valid argument. I do think that it does, in a sense, perpetuate this quote-unquote locker room kind of you know vibe. Um, but is it one of those things where you're reading too much into it? You know, because I, I get it. I the the Me Too movement is definitely something that we need. To have. Like women have, you know. All that stuff. I can't. I, okay, I can't use. I'm not forming the words I want to form. But you know what I mean. It's a very good movement yes. because we need, and it's needed to have it for a long time. There's been this kind of air about you know the way that men behave in like workplace and whatnot, like with the whole the, the society as a whole. And it does. It is. It is a good movement. Don't get me wrong. That's not where I'm. My, my fault. My thing is like you're reading. I think too much into this cartoon show that it's like legitimately just a, a funny, haha. 
look at Long Dick, Mr. Long Dick there. The like, show depicts a man who is impulsive and not always in control, who makes mistakes. Little kids do that, but crucially, Dillerman always makes it right. He takes responsibility for his action. Great. When a woman in the show tells him he should keep his penis in his pants, for instance, he listens, which is nice. He is accountable. Um, <laughs> but it's one of those things where I think that you can look at it one way or the other and say, yes, this, this conforms to her argument that it is perpetuating locker room culture. But at the same time, it is like you can see it as, well, He there's this lesson... If you want to look too deeply into it, there is a lesson that, hey, be accountable for your actions, listen to others, maybe don't be as crude with it, maybe cover your penis, you know? Eric Heinstein Holstead, a clinic psychologist who works with families and children, said that she believed, uh, did I say Eric? It's it's Erla, sorry. Uh, she believed that- <laughs> No, Eric, she, Erla, I gotta mix up. It's yeah. okay. Uh, she believed the show's op- opponents may be overthinking things. John Dillerman talks to children and shares their way of thinking, and the kids do the, do find genitals funny. I mean, sure. I so what I'm gathering is I don't know how... You I, go ahead. Okay, I don't Sorry. know if this is PC, but I'm thinking that John Dillerman is a little bit of a simpleton. That's I feel like that's pretty... That simpleton's a PC I word. I feel like yeah. he's not... Exa- you can't do saying, a hard R with that, but they're definitely... Say, they're like, saying that he equates to a child's brain, and he, he's, he's on the same level because... I would equate him to Uncle Grandpa. Okay. Like, kind of like an air airhead. Is that PC? I'm so sorry if it isn't. I apologize. Yeah, I think it's fine. Erla conceded that the timing was very poor and that the show about bodies might have considered depicting differences in diversity beyond an oversized diller, which is slang for penis in Danish society. Gotta be using that for a while. Dillerman literally means penis man. Holy shit. <laughs> that is so good. That's so awesome. Congrats. That's a really good, because that sounds like a regular name, like Dill- Dillerman. Like, yeah. yeah. Dillerman, in my office now. <laughs> Jacob Dillerman. <laughs> oh, baby. That's my new handle. Uh, oh, my God. Please change it. Um... But this is categorically not a show about sex, and to pretend it pro- uh, projects adult ideas on it. The Danish public service broadcaster has a, has a reputation for p- uh, pushing boundaries, okay, especially for children. Another stalwart of the children's scheduling is Uncle Rage, a popular figure who curses, smokes a pipe, and eschews baths. Holy shit, we need Denmark TV. Think, think Mr. Tumble meets Father Jack. I don't know what any of that means. A character in the Geppetto News made uh, conservative bristles in 2012 when he revealed a love of cross-dressing. An ultra strips down caused outrage in 2020 for present- presenting children aged 11 to 13 with a panel of nude adults. And okay, that, I don't know. You what know? kind of culture are we creating for our children if it's okay for t- them to see perfect bodies on Instagram, enhanced digitally or co- cosmetic or otherwise, but not real bodies? 100% I agree with okay, that. Okay, but a dude with, with a fucking 4,000-foot dick rope is not realistic either. That's fair. But because I think then what you're doing is you're... It's, you're, like the you're mortal, tell, it's like the Mortal Kombat situation where it's so ridiculous and bonkers and off the wall. that their little pee-pee is not sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with that, but it's fine. You know, you said it, and it's out there. But little... Oh, oh gosh. That's... Uh, that's whew. We're just going to let that sit for a minute. Let that marinate. God... But no, I totally under. I agree that yeah, you are. You're now perpetuating. <laughs> you're now perpetuating that like, oh, you you know, you gotta gotta have big long dick to save people. Like, no, you don't have to have that. Like, yeah, I, I get mean, it. We are as Americans very obsessed. Well, I wouldn't say obsessed. We're very conservative in our media, which is oh, fucking okay. I dumb. thought you were going the other way. We're no. like obsessed with penis size, but no. Well, that's just society in general. But like, we. It never makes, because, like, you know, the whole thing is, like, 
sex sells because it's provocative. And, yeah. like, you can exploit a woman by having, you know, big boobs, and, like, that's automatically going to... Yeah, like, Hard, if Hardy's has taught... Or, what is it, Carl's Jr. has taught yeah. us anything, it's that, like, you put a hot woman next to a burger, and burger sells. Well, let's sell. not call Paris Hilton hot. Let's just... It, it was not just Paris Hilton. I'm talking about, like, a, the slew of models that they had. Yeah. I don't know why I said slew feels like a weird word to use there, but the, yeah. the plethora slew. of models that they had on that. Plethora. But I definitely think that a lot of this outcry is coming from parents who are a little bit more uncomfortable with their kids seeing nudity and stuff like that. And when it, then it becomes down, it comes down to a question of kids are eventually going to see it and, you know, and have questions about it. But at what point do you feel comfortable enough having that conversation with them? I think that having it earlier on and being more comfortable with your kids about it is going to help coming in the from long. You. Well, yeah, of course. But if, if that's the thing is like, I, I'm still having anxiety about like how you approach it. Like as mm-hmm. soon as your kid comes to you, like, Hey, what are boobs? It's like, Okay, you know, then how do you approach it without not setting them on a path that you don't want them to go down, essentially, yeah. where it's like, you know, constantly poking people and boobs and stuff like that. But it's one of those things where I think that to better our society as a whole and not have such a concern. What are you going to do when Quinn comes up to you in like within the next year and he goes, Dad, vagina. I'd be like, yep. <laughs> You're just going to ignore it and brush, yep. brush it off. And to, because I think it's like those who say, it's it's like you guys are like around Zoe. I'm not calling you at all. This is a great thing yeah. that you do, where you don't use uh, you you don't mind using language around her. But it's like I have a story for you. <laughs> oh boy! But it's like it's it's one of those things where you just don't make it a big deal, and it doesn't become a big deal. Where it's like most parents, like they say, your kid drops an f bomb, and you're like, you know, they freak out, like, no, don't say that, don't say that, and then they say it for fun or whatever. Where yeah. it's just like you know, typically how we do it is. We obviously we we do curse, and I have to catch myself sometimes, like when I'm around you, because I know you all typically don't. I mean, that's the thing. It's like our, we have friends that curse around him too, and it's just like I, it's, I, fine. it's a respect like, thing. We'll, we we will, we will we will address that that yeah. bridge if he, if he just, comes and says it around us. To me, it's, it's, it's a respect thing, and like you all don't do it, so I I need to, it's not I don't do it on purpose. It's just no, I, don't I have it. no like, filter I, on my mouth. That's so why like, I never. That's another thing. It's like I don't bring it up around people, and yeah. like I'm not like hey, don't curse around my kids. Like no, everybody's gonna do their. There's own a thing. way like, you can fine. say that without sounding like a dick, like because some people are like uh, we don't say that around here. You just, <laughs> I just, I don't just say language. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> all I, that's it. That's all. That's all I say. English. Um. So we're sitting there like. I don't know. You've you've been in the car with me a couple of times. I am notoriously I, my eyes itching. I'm sorry. I am. It's okay. Notor- you're crying. It's okay. I get it. No, I'm notoriously a. I'm an aggressive driver. I am. Like it's fine. It's not. It's not a bad thing. No, it's fine. Um, and so I always complain about traffic. I'm just like, why is there traffic? Like I, I still to this to this day don't understand. <laughs> Philosophically asking, but why traffic? Yeah, because it's like, you know how to stop traffic? Go. Just, don't be a dipshit when just you drive. Just go. Like, yeah, just uh, like just drive. Just the, why is there a bottleneck here? Just go. Quit like, rubbernecking. Ne- ne- yeah, rubbernecking. rubbernecking. Yeah, yeah. Get get out there and drive. Exactly. So, anyway, so like eighty five percent of all congestion that I've ever come across in my life is n- no reason. Like you're going down a highway and it just like everyone just starts slamming their brakes on and it's like okay what the fuck why? Oh man. And then how it, many times it's, it's because there's a piece us. of fucking tire on the side of the road that's not even <laughs> on the road and people and it's just like anywho I it's neither here nor there. I picked her up from my mother in law's the other day uh, and on the way home I was going down the uh, one of the back roads not the back roads it's like a main road mm-hmm. and. There was just so much traffic, like an abnormal amount of traffic on this road. 
at five o'clock. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, like, I understand, like, you know, people are going home, but like, why? Why? Because this is the same time that I get Zoe from daycare every day. In the same like, room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I and so, you. like, abnormal amount. And so there's a lot of stopping and going. And it's just like, wh- like, someone's. Every, tur- with every break check, it's like, <laughs> someone's turning left. And it's like, why are you not turning? Like, let's go. Anyways, so we go and then we're going slower than normal. And I just hear, fucking go from the back seat of the car. And I was just like, so good. I was like, oh my. Like, perfect enunciation. Like, she's 12 years old. Fucking go. And I'm just like, so like, I didn't address it. Oh boy. She's going to tear she's, people to shreds. When then she's she said it again. I said, Zoe. She's like, they're not going. I said, I know. <laughs> I know, I know they're not going. You're just like you have valid points. I know, I get it. I'm, I'm so just like, as mad as you. With right us, now. she says it once, we let it go. Yeah, we don't address it. But then the other day, she was sitting there in her play kitchen, and she's like, "Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it!" I'm like, "Zoe, but this is not working." I said, "I know. Let's calm down." And then, like, we don't make a big deal of yeah. the word, but it's like like let's detract her attention from the word and say hey what's wrong it's, it's a beautiful way of handling it and so, but it's because like you know i i understand some people you know you grow up in different households and but to me like they're just words man they're just words but that's the thing i can also come from a household where like my parents didn't curse around mm-hmm. us until i think just like recently like within the last maybe five six ten years oh, wow yeah, like that's the thing, and like, bro, I was uh, dropping f bombs to my dad when I was like fourteen years. Well, old. like you gotta think, my, my mom and and her sisters, they didn't, they never cursed around like their dad, yeah. right? And yeah. her different, her times. dad didn't know that one of her mothers, and that's the thing is like, I think all, I think at the time, uh, both of her other sisters were smokers, mm-hmm. and her dad didn't find out that one of them smoked until like literally two, three years ago. I think it might have been a little bit more, but it was just like, and she's like in her forties, you know. And he never knew because they, they always kept that stuff from. It was like it's you know because they feared their dad. Yeah, well, I mean fear, maybe a little fear bit. Fear works it, yeah. wondrous ways. But that's the it's just like that's the ha- kind of household that I come from, and that so I remember the I, I remember the first time I ever said the f or said the f word. I dropped an f bomb uh, like to I, my dad. I said the little dirty f word. <laughs> Shout out, dad! You look great in your shirt. Working today, probably. I don't know if he's listening still, but hey, if you are, that's cool. He, I just love that. Like the one time he listened, you were talking about a dildo, yeah. and he's just like, "What's your obsession <laughs> so, with dildo?" So good. But no, we were. Uh, I think we were in visiting because I think we were still living in Murfreesboro at the time, and um, this is back when I was working like long hours at Burger King and everything. They were just they were effing me in the butt every day. It was just every day. It was always something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was just, I was so mad about it. And so my dad was, I think we were just out on Alcoa highway or something like that, just hanging out. And I think we were driving and he was like, so how's work going? I was like, good. They're just fucking me in the ass every day. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, I just remember saying it. And then like, there was a pit in my stomach. I was like, oh boy, I forgot that was my dad for oh a second. Oh boy. I was, forgot it was my dad for a second. And I was like, sorry, work's been bothering me a lot lately. He's like, oh, it's fine. And then that was the last we talked about it. And I was like, okay, dodge the bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Mine, yeah, it. And it's not, it's not, it wasn't like I feared him doing that or whatever. It was just like, I had never cursed. Respect. I, it was like respect thing where I never cursed around him until then. So it was just like, and oh you, all, boy, and how's you this also go didn't hear them curse. That's very true. Yeah. So he's, he's been very, a lot product, more open with that. Kind whatnot, of a so. product of your environment. Like mm-hmm. my dad cursed all the time. My dad didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And so 
We yeah. both turned out great. We have great dads. Well, you know, they they have their they have their their uh, what I was gonna say deficiencies. Kinks. I was gonna say kinks, but that's not what I want to <laughs> say. Probably. Do. I mean, that's don't want to think about that at all. Like, <laughs> I was about to ask you a question about your mom and dad's no, kinks. We don't have to do that ever because I don't know anything about that. I don't. I don't even know that. I don't think that I was actually uh, from procreation because I don't want to think about that at all. I've that's blocking that off altogether. <laughs> Um, I can't wait to talk about this particular subject when Shelby and stuff's on here. Um, fucking Lala's what, our parents? Of, yeah, like, because <laughs> it's like, again, like we know that our parents fucked. Yeah, that's how we got here. I, my parents didn't, but that's fine. Yours, yours they still did. do. No, nope. Not thinking about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Not thinking about well, it. No, we brought this up originally. I don't even remember where we got, how we got there. We were talking about the kids' show, cursing, yeah, cursing, and the kids' show, and like how and how we get how as a society we better ourselves by allowing our kids to view these things earlier and having discussions about them instead of just like there is a there is a threshold that like you shouldn't cross. Yes, obviously, like you don't want to just flat out show your eight year old let them watch porn. No, uh, no, nothing like that. that. Oh no, I don't even think me personally. I don't think that nudity is bad per se. No, I'm not like 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 you're watching a movie because back then you remember like 70s and 80s like you could show nudity in a PG-13 movie. Man, what a time to be alive! So, which is wild to think about. Yeah, and like you could and you could drop an F, you can drop the F word in PG-13. You get one, one. You yeah. only get one. I think but you get shit like, like twice. You know, let's just say for instance, you know, Zoe is watching a movie and it's oh my god. This reminds me, we were watching Back to the Future. You haven't seen Back to the Future. We'll wear many to that one day. But, like, there's a scene towards the end where they're at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Mm-hmm. And Marty is taking his younger mother. Like I said, he's his own grandfather. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep no, going. No, 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 no. He's taking keep, her. Keep and so she's wearing, like, a prom dress. Yeah. That shows cleavage. Yeah. And she was, I had, she wasn't really watching it. It was on. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, Mommy, look at her boobies. She's three. And it's just like, okay, she's also a girl. Yeah. So, like, those, you know. Yeah. That, I, is, that is an area, and that is something that never in my life have I ever had to deal with. But, like, obviously, we sexualize breasts. Yeah. Yes. But it's just like, she's a girl. She's going to have them. And so it's like, it's not one of those things where, that like. such a, oh, man. Yeah. So, but it's, it's not something I want It's to, so anxiety inducing. But it's not something, <laughs> like, like so, with her, where it's like, I don't want her to be like, no, don't look at those. Because, like. Then it becomes, yeah, then it then you realize that you've, because that's one of the things where you, now you started something. Because it's, yeah. it's, uh, this, I'm getting so flustered because like, I don't know how to handle it. And if you're, if you know how to handle it, shouts out us on Twitter. Because it's just like, one way, it's, in my head, there's like 500 different paths you could take. Yeah. And all of them always lead to where you don't want them to go. But not always. it's, uh, no, yeah, and it's just like, do you. You obviously don't want to make them taboo because then that makes them think, oh, well, boobies are bad and I can't ever show but them. Obviously, you don't want to sit there and just run around and show them all the time. Exactly. And so it's this it's very fine but, I mean, line that you, you have to tread. You you like to walk around your house naked. Yeah, I do. And that's is, just, is Quinn home? I am, do that? I am conservative with it, like more so nowadays. Because it's not like I'm just out there flaunting my junk or whatever. No, it's like I'll get dressed or whatever. Just dragging your balls across the floor. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, why, is Daddy do- why is Daddy doing that again? I don't know, honey. It's just something he does, so whatever. But no, it's I'm conservative with it. I'm not gonna just like flat out just like whipping my dick around and, and helicopter walking, and shit. you know, helicopter. And sh- no, it's just like I just want him to be comfortable not not comfortable with me being naked, but just comfortable with like himself. naked people in ge- and himself in general. Like where it's not we shouldn't feel like oh we can't show our bodies off kind of thing because then it makes it 
yeah, sure, he's young now, but in the future, whenever he gets older, it could cause things to where you my know dad, he doesn't feel comfortable being himself. My dad, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm saying good things yet. So. My dad used to walk around the house naked, and my, I mean, up until I was like ten or eleven years old. That's fine. Not I honestly. I mean, granted, I don't want to see my dad's dick. I get it. I don't <laughs> ever want to. No, that's great. I don't want to. That's fine. You do your own. Because it was me and him. Yeah, it's, but it's that's why it's being comfortable with yourself is what I think that it's better to teach. Yes, but there's all again. There's again, also fine the, the, line. Flop, the flip side of that. It's like don't walk around with your dick. Yeah, Just cover yourself up. Be be a little bit modest. Come on, be a little. But modest. then again, it's like you're in your own house. Okay, we can go down this conversation again. You're in your own house. Sure, you could be naked if but you want to. Res- I paid the bills in this house. You're like flopping your dick around. It's just yeah. like, you know. And you know what? I can't argue with that. <laughs> I can't argue with that statement. Like I make the money, I pay the bills. He's like, Dad, put on some clothes. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry, you paying the bills? Huh? Excuse me. You paying the pills? You want to take the take your shirt off? Huh? You want to go? <laughs> <laughs> and so it, I can't imagine trying to fight a ten year old. I'd be terrified, honestly, because he's gonna he's, they're gonna say though like the worst shit to you. Probably they're not even gonna fight you. They'd be like, "You're so old, Dad." What, like, we had, cut me we right talked about heart. that, and was it on the podcast where like. You're like, I'll fight a 10 year old. And then I was like, until they cut you down and they say some shit to me, you're just yeah. like, nah, I'm, gonna, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I didn't want to fight you anyway. It's just a stupid little kid. And it's like, walk away. It's like, when, walk away, old it's man. It's like when D is doing the beauty pageant and she brings the girl to yes. the side oh, and yeah. she's just like, your breast smells like shit. And she's just like, what'd you say to me? <laughs> it's just like this whole thing. Oh, man. I don't even, we're, this is not any kind of podcast philosophical whatsoever. But yeah. I just, I do feel like. Did you hear that good knuckle crack? It was really good. Yeah. It was nice. You know, I don't know. Maybe we've d- talked about it for too long now, but the eh. the the former administration, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. um, made news recently because he had a red button mm-hmm. on his desk. But Alex, what did this red button do? You would think that. Oh man, this is a neutral. Is this, this a nuclear missile code the, button? Like yeah. it's and like if that's the case, and he just didn't. You see a red button. Let me let me ask you this. Let's never press it. Sidetrack. Okay. You're sitting at a desk. There's no indication of what this is, but it's a red button. How long do you last before you hit that button? I honestly don't press it. I mean, and maybe that's just me and my 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 anxious nature. That's true. But You're thinking I press if I press this button, every it, time you press that button, one person dies. That's my thought. <laughs> or my immediately thought is, you hit this button, there's gonna be like. A pot of gold or like big big stack of money that rises through the floor. <laughs> totally but listen, different situation. But because you hit that button, your chair now has pressure has pressure plates. So if you get up, it's gonna fucking cut your head off. Like there's a big giant. Oh shit! It up. just turned into a saw movie. <laughs> it's exactly oh what I think of. That's worse than my brain. I think my thought is like, oh no, it's probably gonna do some damage. You're just like now you're in a life threatening situation, and <laughs> you, you see that pot of gold, you're gonna get up to get. Well, you lose your head if you try to. Exactly. So. But you don't. So, anyways. But no, yeah, I think that you don't press the button. So I, honestly, <laughs> the red. But it's just taunting you is the thing. Like you want to talk about getting mad at inanimate objects. That red button, but budding. That red button is it's just like talking. It's talking shit to you, and you don't even know. It. I could look at that button all day and say. Fuck you, I don't care. Hey, buddy, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a... You see, you're a red button? I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. If you were a blue button? No, we But what did, the, what did the button do, Alex? I don't think we ever discussed what the button it did. It brought him, it, a Diet Coke. Okay. like brought So to you're, you're saying, like, maybe one of his secretaries grabbed him a Diet Coke he and, and handed it to him? a butler. Oh, okay. Who brought him a Diet Coke every time he hit the button. How many times a day do you suspect... The orange one hit the button every half hour, probably. What, Maybe what's sometimes the if it's now? a really if it's a really stressful day, 
twice in half an hour. I think it was reported about 14 times a day. He, Which is... He drank about 14 to 15 Diet Cokes per day. Hey, Siri, what's 14 divided by 24? Why are you divide? Oh, wait, no, is it... 14 times. You need times. Oh, shit. Okay, that's right. Wait, hey, Siri, what's 14 times 12? Or 24? What's 14 times 24? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's like, are you dumb, She's ass? so confused now. Like, she was like, I don't know what you want. Here's an article. 336 Cokes. Okay, so you got to take eight hours. Does he sleep eight hours a day, you think? The President of the United States sleeps maybe five. Okay, so we'll say he sleeps five hours a day. You got 24 hours. You take out five for the, the, the sleep. You didn't think he was going to have to work today, did you? Uh, you No, I didn't. This is my job right here. This is what I do at work. I just calculate how many times, how many hours a day. You just ask Siri to do your work for you. <laughs> Still, you're roughly around 266 Diet Cokes a day. No. Right? No. Yeah, you said 14 times a day. Yes, then it can't... So, 14 Cokes a day. 14 Cokes a day. Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh. You were okay. doing ounces, right? Oh, so 14... Oh, oh, I'm so fucking stupid. I'm so... Cut this whole episode. I'm not cutting cut shit. Cut this whole episode. 14 times 360, because we'll round it for... No, we'll do 360, because that's the accounting That's the accounting amount of days for an account, in a fiscal year. It'd be 5,040 Cokes a year. For four years. For four years, you're looking at 20,160 <laughs> Cokes, which I'm sure is enough to kill a small family of elephants. So, anyways, it was your re- God. It was removed and um, it's no longer there. So, it- <laughs> I, just, I just had a thought. What if, okay, so I remember you guys, you get flashback uh, last year, yeah. okay? President of the United States get co- gets COVID, mm-hmm. all right? It was a tragic event. Was it? Um, he, But he miraculously survives it all, and he makes his debut on national television. And I do remember the the, the, the debut of it was they had a one footage where he was struggling to breathe. He mm-hmm. was having a hard time out there. My thought He's is- He's a fat piece of shit. Okay, well, that's fair. Okay, what's fair? All right, we're not getting political. But I nah, thought is- That's a statement. There's no politics in calling what if fat it's piece not, of shit. What if he's not like, struggling to breathe from- the COVID, what yeah. if it's withdrawals from not having a diet sure. Because I don't know the symptoms of withdrawal, but that, to me, if I was like to guess, what would it look like if you had withdrawal symptoms? You would have a, that ter- would be, that would have would, a terrible would, headache from all the caffeine. <laughs> you would have a hard time breathing. It's like, I need a fucking Diet Coke now. <laughs> Somebody give me a Diet Coke. But anyways, it was it was removed from the White House, and it was, I don't know if it was replaced, but in, in its place, um, the new president, Joe Biden, has a moon rock. Which is on his desk. If we had to argue, which is a better thing to have on your desk? Which is a, which is a more story provoking item to have on your desk? What do you think? Honestly, probably the, the red button. Yeah, I was gonna say the moon rock. People are probably gonna be like, what's that red button do? Because my thought, my thoughts would immediately be like, oh, that obviously plunges the world in like World War Three or something like that. Because you have a red button, what else yeah, is it gonna do? You're right. But yeah, I could see the moon rock. But that, oh, cool. There was an article about like what it's supposed to symbolize. I didn't read it. I didn't care. It was so long. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, because the, no, it wasn't just an article. It was like a Twitter feed oh, or Twitter, Twitter post, thread. like a Twitter thread. That's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, and it was there were so many tweets. I just well, did it. you get any? Uh, it was from it was from one of the moon landings. I'm pretty well, sure. Obviously, so it's a legitimate. Real it's a moon legit rock. moon rock. Yeah. I don't know what's significant about it, but there is something significant about it. If you want to know, look it up. Google, look it up. Google Joe Biden moon rock. So bring, it begs the question, if you had a red button mm-hmm. and you had the ability to summon something, okay, what does your red button do? Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, so I smack the red button and what happens? What happens? 
I think I smacked the red button and immediately 900, not even, no, not 900, 900 people couldn't fit in that room. 20 people look exactly alike, all dressed in Naruto garb, fall from the ceiling. 